Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need. Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your networking computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765 239 Started from nothing, trying to make something. People push down and we keep on running. Walk through the storm, walk through the wall. But through say we're taking it all. We're going for a dream, can't stop this team. Rushing in and we changing this scene. You think you can stop our movement glory? But we're standing tall in the story. I'm sick of these people being disrespectful. Can't see we're working hard, it's a mental. All around the clock, it's never endful. You can't do the same, so don't step two. Us in a crew, step one, step two. We wanted this from the start, so we're coming through. In your street, bringing that hardcore beat. Making that movement from under your feet. From always something new. Hate is what you're gonna do. You're gonna look stupid on what you tried to prove. Because we're pumped in on your block. Sending out here my mess when we're ready to drop. Yeah. You can't stop us. We're unstoppable. You can't stop us, bro. We're unstoppable. You can't stop us. We're unstoppable. It's our mission and we're ready to rock. Yeah. You can't stop us. We're unstoppable. You can't stop us, bro. We're unstoppable. You can't stop us. We're unstoppable. Forward momentum and we ain't gonna stop. Cause I find me an addict. Cause that forward momentum, I gotta have it. Have at it. Not half a screw at the next bend. Ten times, bro, gotta grab it. By the scruff of the neck, ring it out. End up as a wreck, work it out. Gotta keep it in check, sing it out. That's the name of the game, that's what life's about. To reflect with the best of them. That's what you like to call life sense, I guess. 
when you cry, when you press I said, that's what I like to call my test Your mesh, ah, what a sesh But if you still see rain Then you need to digest What I put in your brain Like a pill, it'll make you insane Unless you kill What puts you here, who do you think you are You're the highest man here Well that's a start, look around Take it in, we take it all Now sit back, watch begin You can't stop us, we're unstoppable You can't stop us, bro, we're unstoppable You can't stop us, we're unstoppable It's our mission and we're ready to rock, yeah You can't stop us, we're unstoppable You can't stop us, bro, we're unstoppable You can't stop us, we're unstoppable Forward momentum and we ain't gonna stop Run this town like Jay-Z and Kanye, me and Pablo, doing it the only way. The temptation, we fire in our eyes. Getting closer to that one true pride from the honesty of a hip-hop prodigy. I keep telling myself, nothing's gonna stop me for that dream to make it come true. That's why we speak the truth in the booth. Yeah, we speak truth, call us the criers. We sing loudly, so call us the choir. Me and Muggsy, born in the fire. No pad and pen, yeah, that's all we require. In the booth, to speak truth. And the crowd to rock, raise your hands to the roof. You can't stop us now, to turn up the track. Let's hear it loud, yeah. You can't stop us, we're unstoppable. You can't stop us, bro, we're unstoppable. You can't stop us, we're unstoppable. It's our mission and we're ready to rock, yeah. You can't stop us, we're unstoppable. You can't stop us, bro, we're unstoppable. You can't stop us, we're unstoppable. Forward momentum and we ain't gonna stop. morning. Hello. Testing one, two, three.
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are live with your morning cup of sports. We've had some technical issues going on at the moment, but uh, we have got them figured out, and uh, we're ready to rock it out, man. Uh, for some reason, my mic cut out, and that was our issue. So we've got to figure it figured out. Anyways, we are live. Your morning cup of sports right here on RadioAFS.com, BlogTalk.com, FJ Merchandise. We are live and ready to rock. It's late in the afternoon. I'm ready for bed. You already know it's way too late for this shit. Let's talk some NFL football. Week one, it was insane. Oh, my God. We've seen so many teams that should have won, lost teams that that could have won, and they kind of somehow found a way to pull it off. I don't really know. We're talking about the tie. We'll get to that here in a minute. We're going to go ahead and bring on Trucker JJ and Big T. We got them both live in the studio today. So uh, what's going on, gentlemen? How are you guys doing today? What's going on, B? Good oh, you... morning, Big T. Based on what I saw on week one, even though it is a little early, I think Brian going to get him a new tattoo. Uh, now, uh, now, hold on. We're gonna... Okay, okay, gentlemen. If we're going to go there right off the bat, if we're going to go there right off the bat, let's explain. Let's, let's establish something here. The Washington Redskins, first of all, have a very easy schedule this year. Now, <laughs> if we want to go one step further, the Niners played. Okay, now Jimmy Garoppolo coming in, brand new to the to the Niners organization, pretty much rode the bench 95% of his career to this point. He has played against a team that has literally – done they were number one defense last year number one defense in the league he's never played against anybody of that level in his career up until now he's not done anything like that so yeah he threw three interceptions but to only lose by eight points coming from the number one defense rated last year and they didn't do too much in the offseason to change that around and do all that so I think he did pretty damn well Okay. But we'll see see at least we out. didn't hey hey, you know what? We lost the Redskins won. But at least neither one of us tied the fucking Browns. Let's get well, into that one. I'm so glad you asked. First of all, the Browns are a team that they play good games but they well obviously the stat showed itself. They haven't won in seventeen or eighteen games. But the thing is, with a new season, figured out that they're supposed to lose. So, And the Browns <laughs> are always a good, good, solid team. Their record only doesn't show it. Now, the reason I say that is because don't forget how close they played how many team, good, solid teams last year and would end up losing by three or seven. All right, they took the Patriots to the, to the edge of the game, and, well, there you go. So it's not like what we're used to expecting out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who totally shocked the world, I think. But for the whole lot of uh, early part of the Steeler-Browns game, you can see off-season rust offensively. Defensively, I thought they did a solid job based on my 21-point theology. Is if you score 21 and don't give up 21, you're going to win 90% of your NFL games normally. Then again, I refer you to yesterday's game. 
So, if you've ever changed a starter and the rain when it's 50, 60 degrees, you'll know that that is not the optimum conditions. And that's not what they were dealing with, I believe, about 50 degrees. And But before the rain started, they were showing off-season rust that they're going to have to get it together. I mean, you were talking about your boy Garoppolo throwing three interceptions to shake out Ben Stats. Okay, now a couple of those weren't his. Through the hands of the receivers, I still say should not count against the quarterback, but there you go, it does, and it, they did, and bad clock management at the end was kind of, well, bad. But we'll see how we do against the Chiefs, who they won kind of big yesterday. I was kind of impressed by that. Score one for the gun grabbers. And that's about all I got to start off with. So, Big T, <laughs> are you enjoying the game? Are you, did you enjoy that Redskins game? Yeah, I, I have I, I have my feet propped back, sit up. I was laying back and just, like, if I smoked a cigar, I would smoke a cigar yesterday. You know, I, I was very impressed at how the offense played. I was very impressed how the defense played yesterday. I was happy. It was a run. We combined for Chris Thompson, Agent Agent Benson, combined for 256 yards, two touchdowns. So Alex Smith managed the game. He won't. He managed the game great. Uh, I think he threw for 255, two touchdowns. So I was very happy, very impressed. Jay Green got his first win as a Redskins coach since he'd been there a week one. So. You know, that's a change because we know we going to po- we going to uh, preseason we like three and one, uh, four and no things like that. This year we're one and three. I say, well, it's a change coming. Then we could look better when we come out. And to BM's point, I don't think our schedule is easy. We got a hard schedule coming up. We got the uh, Colts. We might get by with that one. With you no, know, with ease because of uh, Andrew Luck just going to be being back, and he got beat well, up Andrew, yesterday. Well, Andrew, hold on. You can't even bring he up Andrew after six hundred days. Like he ain't played in over six hundred days, and then oh, you know he comes like, back and all showing signs of another shoulder injury from snowboarding incident. Yeah, you got, you got, you got, he got a point. He got a point to prove. So he gonna try to play his best game. Of the season, so hey, ladies and be, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tired of listening to this. Li- li- listen to this bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this bullshit. And if you tune into your extreme, if you turn into extreme sports with Big T, you'll hear his co-host telling you the same thing I'm saying right now. The Redskins got an easy schedule when it comes to what the Niners are facing. Then we got Aaron Rodgers. He wanted to come back. Think he's Oscar Robinson last night. And hey, bro, he, he did too, though. He did yeah. on one leg. He was like, my shit's yeah. broke, but oh well. Yeah, and that might, and that's why I say people don't look at this. It might be damaged to him because if something is running MRI today or something wrong with that leg, he got to sit out a couple weeks. So we'll see. So, oh, Nate, yeah, I, I, I might, then we got to buy it. We can go 3 and 0, and the Niners lose one more. Somebody might be in trouble. Somebody might be in trouble. 
Now, JJ, I know you probably didn't catch the morning uh, your extreme sports show last night, but uh, Big T, he kind of uh, he he kind of he kind of got beat up on by his co-hosts last night. And uh, you know everybody knows that I upped the ante. Everybody knows that I upped the ante last night and said, "Hey, you know they hate us. They know I upped I upped the ante on the bet." And I said, "Hey, let's go ahead. And if the Redskins make the Super Bowl, I will get the HTTR tattooed on my other ass cheek." Now, his co-host you, you, was like, "You just don't want some some guy playing with your butt." <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know. Hey. Well, I, I appreciate the thoughts there, but uh, that, so we up I up the ante on the HTTR. So his co-host, Big T's own co-host, he getting beat up on by his own teammates over here. Dunn sat there and was like, "Well, wait a minute. How are you gonna not up the ante on your end? Like, what's what's up with this?" So Big T finally did it he stepped up his game and said okay not only if the Niners have a better record than the Redskins will he get his tattoo he will if the Niners make the Super Bowl he's gonna go ahead he's gonna go in he's gonna go to a a spa or a salon or whatever he's gonna go to a spa beauty parlor and he's gonna get that chest and that back waxed Live on the sports page. That hurts thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now this was on him. I, 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 you know, I gave up. I came up with the uh, HTTR. I gave him that, and he's like, "What do you got in mind?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have this one since I came up with the one." So he went ahead and was like, "Okay, this is what I'm gonna do." He said, "I'm not getting two tattoos." So he didn't say he wasn't getting no tattoos. He said, "I'm not getting two tattoos." So that tells me already he's already facing he's already admitting defeat. No, but he's gonna go and get that Redskin tattoo because that's his diehard fan right there. He's gonna get that Forty Nine er tattoo on that ass. And if the Niners make the Super Bowl, they don't even have to win; they just have to be there. If they make the Super Bowl, you're gonna see Big T live again, getting his chest and his back waxed. Uh, oh. this is getting crazy. And they call me no. crazy. <laughs> well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how the season plays out after that. But, you know, it's week one, so my the, another theology is about week one, two, and three, you're really not sure what you're going to see, what you think what you're going to see, but not really until about, then things start gelling, and you figure out where everybody's going to fall in. But I'm going to go with Tampa being my number one favorite upset yesterday, and the Bengals beating the Colts at home with what healthy. That was kind of shocking. That come from behind deal. Anybody else have any shockers besides the tie up in Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hung up on the Bears last night, man. Yeah, I was very excited about this. How do you – okay, so the last time we've seen an upset like that was Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, the first half or the second half? Dude, okay, so they're up 20 nothing. Aaron Rodgers comes back and says, okay, watch this shit. He's a, this was a hold my beer moment. He looked at the coach oh, yeah. and said, hold my, hold my beer, coach. Watch this shit. And threw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. what the hell, man? Like, the yep. Bears, like, <laughs> how how quiet do you think that locker room was after that win? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Actually, last I saw, the Bears were up, so I didn't pay much attention to it after that. And I mentioned about Aaron Rodgers going out. And I'm like, uh-oh, that might screw up their season. Well. Oh, I know. And it still might. It still might. Depends on exactly what the injury is and. How nagging it is! It's kind of like I understand you want to come out and make a statement. However, if you saw what happened to the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, so you know they need to be but aware of you, that. I would think. But will you? All right, risk, gentlemen. So, uh, will you risk what you just paid him to put him out there and get injured like this? I would sit him for at least a couple of weeks to make sure. He Yep. So yeah. I will not put them out there right now. So, <laughs> all right. So the biggest okay, the biggest upset yesterday was definitely had to be the Browns or not the Browns, but the biggest upset <laughs> was definitely the the Bears and the uh, and the Packers. That I, that to me is the biggest upset. Down by twenty, Aaron Rodgers come back and says, "Fuck you guys." But well, I wouldn't call that an upset since I do believe the Packers were expected to win that. But the way it played out, talk about your come from behind Nashville miracle, <laughs> Music City miracle. I forgot. But uh, yeah, that was definitely the best come from behind. Even though I thought the Bengal one was kind of shocking and interesting. Right, and so, I mean, we had, I mean, there was, there was a lot of good games yesterday. There really were a lot of good games. I mean, right. we'll get into the Bucks and the Saints here in a minute because that was the highest scoring game of all day yesterday. I mean, both teams hit the 40s, you know, so, I mean, that was a back-and-forth battle, and, you know, they pulled it off. But the biggest loss yesterday goes to the Bills, got their oh, asses yeah. banked. By 44 points. I mean, the Ravens yep. laid it on them. How in the hell do you get beat by that much? I don't remember the last upset I seen that big of a deficit. Oh, I can probably think of quite a few. And not to mention, I'm about to head up here to the Baltimore area, and I'm sure when I walk in with my stiller hat, I'm going to catch some grief, and they're going to be sticking with their <laughs> chest out like they think they're a bunch of Arnold Schwarzeneggers. <laughs> First to me, they didn't like John Claude Van Dabb in a dress, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. But Baltimore have been playing great football in the preseason. They were all pushed over to the Redditors yesterday. So, and then Flacco is in the danger mode right now. Flacco, though, he, he got to play excellent football because Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, they know Lamar Jackson is on his field. If he makes one mistake, Flacco's career is over, and they're going to bench him. So he got right, to play perfect football. How, 
you really think Lamar Jackson's going to take Joe Flacco's spot? Joe, yes. okay, Flacco screws up a little bit. He threw 25 of 34 yesterday with three touchdowns. He hit over 230 yards. Yes. I don't think them taking – he executed a great game, but he got to keep he got to keep doing this because the first mistake he makes, and they know Lamar Jackson is the future, and Flacco is he's going to get benched and it's over for him. I don't know because they that, you could be right on that. We'll see how it turns out, but yeah. he's lighting it up like he did yesterday. Now, of course, the Bills are you know all over the place last couple of years. And the Ravens have been severely underachieving the last two years. I've been saying that the last two years to all the Raven fans. <laughs> they, they love me. They really do. I mean, when, when they <laughs> have a doll that represents you and they're sticking pins in it, that's a good thing, right? Is it, <laughs> a, 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 your picture up in the bar down there in Baltimore? Uh, yeah, it's got some holes in it. I'm not sure if it's been on a dark board or at a gun range. Well, it's Maryland, so I guess it's not a gun range, but I guess it could be a dark board. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I doubt they could have a fairly quick hook on him, but I doubt it. Because, well, he's been there a while, and if they were going to hook him at any time, they've had plenty of opportunities. But then again, they, you know, who they got now. So mm-hmm. let's see how that pans out. Yeah. So, but, All right, gentlemen. So yeah. one of the biggest one one of the biggest news stories going around right now is Khalil Mack in his NFL debut with the Chicago Bears. He got created got traded from Oakland. Okay, he was a Raider. They traded him. We all we talked about it being a major mistake, anyways. Like the Raiders should have never let Khalil Mack go. I think that was an uh, an idiot move on their part. But this guy shows up to the Bears. First game of the regular season. This guy ends up with a sack, an interception, a forced fumble. He has a, a, a return, a fumble return for a touchdown. I mean, this guy, I mean, yeah, they got beat. Ultimately, they got beat. So, you know, it sucks to be them as the Bears. It really does. But when you look at his stats right there, mm-hmm. what do you see made- Khalil Mack doing with the Browns and or with the Bears? And do you still <laughs> you agree <laughs> that Oakland? <laughs> I, it's JJ, man. I got a picture I'm about to post up here on your Morning Cup of Sports page. And when I when I post it up, I'm gonna send it to both of you individually so you can check this out, and then I'm gonna post it. Now, I'm gonna bring that up here in a second. But do you see Khalil Mack doing something big for the Bears defense? Or was just was this gonna be is this gonna be one of those things where it's just gonna fade out throughout the season? But we see that a lot, you know, where teams you know you trade for somebody high rated and then within a season or two most they just start to fade out. Well, you got fade out, and you got teams plant game planning for him. So let's not throw that part into the equation. The thing is, the Packers knew he was there, but. You're, you know, since it was the way it was, probably didn't really figure he was going to do a whole lot until game day. So, we'll see how the season goes on because we all know he's got the talent. We all know the Raiders seem to be uh, doing trades and crap. I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, 
that flexed the uh, yeah the trade with Pittsburgh for a drug dealer for a drug addict. It's like yeah, that was a good move. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I feel bad for the guy, but your choice, dude. Yeah. You know? So let us wait and see it turns out because you're right. A lot of good quality players go somewhere and fizzle. A lot of times it's where they get sent. Okay. Kind of like when the Rams were trying to set a statement when they put Eric Dickerson to the Colts. And he Dickerson did have a pretty, couple of pretty good years. That they had Peyton Manning, you know, that would have worked out a little bit better for him. He could have been talking something totally different. But they just missed each other by a few years, as I recall. So we'll see how it all turns out. But he's got the tools, the talent, and the size. But we'll see. Yeah. What about you, Big T? I think he got a point to prove. Uh, that, uh, and, listen, and going back to the Raiders situation, listen to John Gruden last night in his interview. John Gruden said, hey, I never met the guy. He never came to camp. We never introduced each other. We never got. We had any time to talk. So I can't say that he would have been a good fit because we never, we never uh, had a chance to play with him. So I can see Gruden's point. He said he wants to see the guys that were here now. So Khalil Mack obviously didn't want to play for John Gruden. So trading him, he played. He played a great game last night. So he's trying to prove a point. It's a, it's probably there that we missing that is not out in the open that, hey, Mac, uh, somebody wrote Camille back the wrong way and Mac going to put it back to him because he played an excellent game last night. And I feel like he will keep going because he got a he got a point to prove that he's worth the money that he that paid him. He's one of the most dynamic uh, defensive players out there. And not going to stop him this year. I think he will have a big year going forward. But the offense got to co- uh, collaborate with uh, the defense because more than a twenty point lead, you should you should have uh, that game should have been over. That's all you should you know. And Rodgers in a bad leg. I don't, I don't care if he's that bad man or not. <laughs> Come on, you should have won that. I agree, but that's why you play the full 60 minutes. That's right. Now, now JJ, um, I don't know if you're available, if you're able to do this while you're on the show with us, but uh, I sent this picture to Big T. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send it to you. We've got to know what happened here, brother man. This is not okay. Now, I know you guys tied to the Browns. But ladies and gentlemen, we've just posted this on our on our page right there on Facebook. Search it, check it out. Morning Cup of Sports. You got to see a picture. JJ done shaved his head and lost his mind after the Pittsburgh tied <laughs> the Browns. This guy done went Britney Spears in like 2007 or some shit. When when was that, Big D? Wasn't it like 2007 when she it's shaved her head? Like so yeah, when she cut her hair off, she went crazy. Man, J.J. just went Britney Spears on us because they tied the Browns. Now, I probably would have lost my mind, too. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) You seen it yet? 
JJ, have you had a chance to look at the pictures? <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> he's seen it. And he's still in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know what's going on with him. He's uh, being mighty quiet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he muted us so he could cuss me out for a minute. But uh, <laughs> No, uh, I was muting you because I was by the trees and I wasn't getting great signal. You were cutting in and out. But this guy oh, looks much over five foot five. <laughs> I guarantee you, that ain't me. <laughs> so, I did put uh, a stiller hat on the, on the head of uh, one of the waitresses at Frickers. She was wearing a cowboy shirt, but I will have her straightened out next week. She'll be wearing, wearing a big Ben sweatshirt and I'll, or that jersey. <laughs> and so I, I get a selfie of that posted. <laughs> so. Oh, man. All right. So. <laughs> Very messed up, Mr. Brian. <laughs> hey, Big T likes uh, it too. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, you know what though? You know what though? When you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we've talked about them before, yeah, I don't like them, but they're a good team. But as Ben Roethlisberger throws three interceptions, and you guys tie the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I want to say that again: the Cleveland Browns. You guys tie, you would have been better off just taking the L. Man. Not really. I mean, no, no, you, <laughs> this is the best. This is the best start. conversation. This is the best start to a season the Browns have had since like the early 2000s. <laughs> well, I was gonna say 90s because I don't think they did much early 2000s, did they? But, yeah, uh, I was looking it up last. I was looking it up last night. I think it's a uh, two thousand and three, two thousand and four, something like that. Okay. But yeah, I mean, still, you guys tied the Browns. I mean, that that's got to be humiliating. Not really, because see, the thing is, we see the Browns twice a year. I see them twice a year. You guys just see them by their record, like in the nineties Bengals. If you look at just their record. You're thinking, when are we going to switch ship these guys to the NCAA Division Two? <laughs> but the thing is, you know, when you see a team twice a year, you know that they're better than their record is showing, and that is the case right. with the Browns and the Bengals. Well, I mean, we see them win through the preseason. The Ravens. But we'll see. I mean, if they go one and sixteen. And they don't win a game for the next two or three weeks. I'm sure you will be sure to remind me of these things. However, I look for them to have a better than average season. I look for them to at least go 500, if not better, because their defense isn't bad. It's coming around, and with the quarterback using his legs, he made what three or four first downs on us using his legs. Yeah. Now that's always been. Uh, something he was capable of. But when your offensive line doesn't let you get out of the pocket, yeah, you really can't do that much, now can you? But yeah. they're group there. And, of course, they've got Arians, who used to be our offense coordinator. So 
That was a oh yeah, he, he definitely wanted to beat y'all yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. He definitely so we'll wanted see. to beat. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> y'all fired yeah. him, so he definitely wanted to beat y'all yesterday. Yeah, him and Big Ben got to the point where they didn't get along at all. So, and you're not gonna go very far with your feuding that much. I mean. You can be professional and agree to disagree, and you can have disagreements and this, that, and the other. But when it gets to the level they got to with those two, yeah, somebody's going, and it ain't going to be Ben. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Tell about it. So. Um, but, Brian, guess what? What? The Redskins want to know. I knew that was coming. But I am worried. <laughs> I am not worried, sir. <laughs> I am not worried. You know why? You know why? Why? Because you guys have Kirk. Uh, you, you guys lost Kirk Cousins. You have Alex Smith, who's actually a pretty strong quarterback. And uh, you know, but you guys have you. You guys don't even have our sloppy seconds anymore. You you guys like you, it was so bad. Like <laughs> we used him, and then we let Kansas City use him, and then they were like, we don't want him no more. So now you guys got. Uh, a quarterback has now been passed around a little bit. So you guys have got one of the whores of the NFL that's been passed around. Now, it, we got let's, Jimmy Garoppolo. Let me interrupt okay. you real quick here. Let me interrupt you real quick. Let's think about who Alex Smith has been passed around from. All right. Where did he start out, class? San Francisco. So, all right. So he left San Francisco. Well, that's probably a good move. Then he went to Kansas City. He lit it up in the early part. Then he yes, left he there. For, and that fucking gun-grabbing bastards. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to the Redskins, which I kind of forgot about him showing up there. So he is looking to show that when he has lit things up, it wasn't an accident. Okay? Yeah. So, he's got something to prove. And... So we'll see how it all turns out. Well, and, and you're right. I mean, he does have something to prove, but he's proven himself quite a few different times. I mean, he's the reason why the San Francisco 49ers made it as far as they did before his injury, and then Kaepernick mm-hmm. took over, and they go to the Super Bowl. Kaepernick helped him finish the season off, but Alex Smith made a big part of that. Before his injury, he was one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the league that year. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. I mean, he was beating out Aaron Rodgers. And Drew Brees, I mean, he had one of the highest passer ratings there was in the league that year. So he's a he's a good quarterback. He really is. The thing that makes me not worried about the 49ers right now, and I'm going to be honest, okay, yes, Tom Brady has been called and called on for cheating quite a few times. Yes, he lets his field goal kicker win the Super Bowl for him. We know that, okay, and I've argued it, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes down to it, Tom Brady – is an elite quarterback. The guy is got a damn. He's got an amazing arm on him, and he's really he, he knows the game. Okay, and so you've got a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo who sat on the bench behind Tom Brady, learned from Tom Brady. Okay, and he goes leaves the team, comes to San Francisco. Now he took the team. We won the last four games of the season last year because, uh, and it's not just because of him. But he helped pave the way for us to win those final four games. Now he come out. He was looking rough in the off in the preseason. I know because I went to the I went to the Niner Colt game, and 
I was so excited to watch him play. You know, week three of the preseason, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to play at least two. You know, he's going to be playing two, maybe three quarters of the game. It's going to be awesome. And he didn't do that great. He did shit, okay? But it's preseason. Who cares? Here he comes. He comes out of the field. He comes out onto the field. He didn't do too hot. You know, yeah, he threw three interceptions. But he had him a touch. He had him a real nice touchdown pass. Okay, it was beautiful. Shows that he's got some arm. He can scramble out of the pocket when need be and keep away. Yeah, he was sacked a couple times, but he learned from Tom Brady, and he played against last year's number one defense in the league. He's never in his career played against a team like that. Don't snore on me, Big T. <laughs> but he's never played against a team of that caliber before. Now, yeah, that hurts us because it does hurt us because he's never played that. So when we play a better team in the season, then are we going to see the same thing? I don't think so because I think he'll learn from what he's given or what he's done in the week, the, the prior weeks too, leading up to that game. But for him to hold the team and for our team to hold at an eight-point loss at the end of the game, and we only lose by eight to the number one defense of last year with a quarterback that's never played a team like that, I think that says a lot. He was able – yeah, he got sacked a few times, but he scrambled away and prevented a few more sacks that could have been. He had a, had a quite a few nice passes going on. So I see a lot of potential with Jimmy Garoppolo, and we'll see where it goes in the future of the season. But right now, I'm not really too worried. Now – I got a question, and I would say, are okay, are we pushing him too fast because he's a pretty boy that's behind Tom Brady? Tom Brady got rid of him. Are we making his mark too fast to be one of the greatest quarterbacks out there? I think a lot of I think a lot of uh, the way he dominated last season. I mean, and, and and you can't say that he didn't. The way he came he came in for the last four games of the year. And we won every game. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as he came in, we were winning games. You know, so honestly, yeah, I think a lot of extra hype was built up on Jimmy Garoppolo. I really do. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I was one of them. Like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. Let's get it. You know, I just got overly excited. And and you're going to with your team. You know, so I mean, pretend mm-hmm. you guys get a good quarterback. You know, you're gonna do the same thing. <laughs> um, but. You were like that with Kirk Cousins. You were like, oh, my God, with Kirk Cousins, you know, and then he's gone, and it's just, okay, well, now it's just the Redskins. But I think a lot of hype was – a lot of overhype was built up because of Jimmy Garoppolo and the way that they finished off last year. Now, does that affect this year? No, it does not. Um, I think the only thing that I think it will affect is our perception of Jimmy Garoppolo because – we went and we look at this guy like, oh, holy shit, here's the guy that's, you know, studied behind Tom Brady for so long, and he's doing this already right off the bat. Boom. We're, we're good. We're going – we're winning the Super Bowl this year. But then he comes out and he plays a game against a team he's never played before. Well, with a defense he's never played like that before of that caliber. And he doesn't do so hot. So, yeah, he's got a lot to learn, but I think our perception – and what we made ourselves believe in what Jimmy Garoppolo was, and he really's not. So ultimately, that hurts us more than it hurts him. Yeah. So I don't think his level is going to change. I think it'll improve, especially coming with 
the leadership that we have in the organization, when you've got Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, I think he's going to learn a lot. I really do. And he's already implemented a lot with Tom Brady. So I think that, uh, I don't know, man. I see Jimmy Garoppolo doing great, but I don't know if it'll be this season. I don't see it being this season, but I think next season he'll be, he'll definitely be something to be watched for. Now, I do think that the organization kind of jumped pretty bad, which we, we have a bad habit of jumping into things. Um, we've seen it with our past seasons with coaches. Chip Kelly, Jim Tom Sula, I mean, we signed them right off the bat for years of, of, on a contract, and they didn't do shit. So, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, we win four games right off the bat, and they're like, holy shit, five-year deal, let's do it. You know, and right off the bat, boom. You know, maybe they should have looked at like a two or three year deal, you know, and then just to see how it's going, how he wants to go. But if it's something that they have confidence in and, you know, I think with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch being, you know, being able to run a show now, I think that honestly, they're probably seeing things that we're not seeing and uh, it, it might be a great call. Well, I, I can agree with you. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, we're not the Redskins, and we didn't tie the Browns, so we're still doing good. <laughs> Browns would probably kick your ass all over whatever park you would, Quailcom Park or Threecom Park or Queer Park or whatever that, Liberal Park or go ahead and, and, and Sanctuary City Park and all that. But you just lucky you ain't got the Browns this year. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I tell you what, you're lucky we don't play the Steelers this year, sir, because yeah, I would I hate to see. Last year and and uh, look at the Browns or something. Oh come on, our defense is sucks. See, here's the problem with Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's the problem with Pittsburgh Steelers, and they probably would have won this game had they not been finding. Uh, Le'Veon Bell for $880,000 because of the fact that he didn't want to come to the game. Yeah, well, hey, thing is, there was a Pittsburgh Steelers organization before Bell. There'll be one after Bell. Yes, he's probably one of the, the best in the NFL at this time, if not the best. But if he you don't want to show up, then, then when uh, he plays. here's the Well, you can make arguments both ways with that. And, I mean, I'm glad that he's with the Steelers, but right now he's not with the Steelers. So, I mean, we'll see how this right plays out. Do you, you see know. him Kyle, playing this year, Triple J.J.? Pardon? Do you see him playing this year? I don't know. I did you, before well, last Con- week. Well, Connor showed yesterday. Connor showed this is why we used a third-round draft pick on Connor. Yeah. So, you know, with the good, off- good offensive line that we have, Yep. Now, let's not forget that the Browns do have a better than average defense. It's not going to be shown much, but it, they do have a very good defense. <laughs> and that's yeah. a fact. And, you know, you'll see that as the season Guerrero's on. But, you know, it's early. And even before the rain started yesterday, we saw miscues, everything from – not everybody was on the same page. You could tell that yeah. from – you know, on two of those inter- on two of Ben's interceptions, you got the one that went through Jesse James's hands, and the other one where, you know, he threw one way, and Antonio Brown went the other way. 
but well, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's typical of uh, Big Ben is a gunslinger, so it's typical of mm-hmm. he's gonna, he gonna get those numbers up, but he can throw those interceptions also. Yep. So it's one of those things. I'm not real concerned with it. You know what I? You know there was all sorts of things that you could see, but when you got a wet field like that, things are gonna happen, and most of them are bad. <laughs> you know. So we'll have to wait and see how it all turns out. And yeah. I'm not too concerned with it. We got Kansas City coming up, and they're going to be a strong team. I don't think they're as strong as they looked yesterday, but we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Who did they play well, for? Well, we got Kansas City beat yesterday. I know it was somebody that up rush on. Was it the Chargers? Yeah, it was the Chargers. The Chargers were coming on. Did they lose a bunch of people this week? Over the preseason? Uh, I, I, I can't mean, remember. They might have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really see them in the headlines, you know, picking up a bunch of people or losing a bunch of people. So, well, you and know, of course, Phil, they were. You know, Phil Rose got like 19 kids, so he might have been too busy. You really play football <laughs> in Costa yesterday. So. All right, gentlemen. So, here's a question I have for you. Okay. And. First off, huge shout-out to uh, – this is going to be a wide receiver conversation here because a uh, huge shout-out to Antonio Brown, by the way, finally reaching 10,000 career receiving yards. He now ties Torrey Holt as the second fastest to reach 10,000 yards, and he's only behind, Cal- uh, only behind Calvin Johnson now. So that's huge. Antonio Brown is an awesome receiver. I give him credit. He is a badass. But here's my question to you, J.J., going into next week, week two – of the NFL, uh, you guys play Kansas City, right? Yes. So, what is your defensive strategy? Would you? What do you think the Steelers' defensive strategy is going to be to stop Tyreek Hill? Because this man had seven receptions, three touchdowns, and 268 all-purpose yards yesterday, bro. I think it's the, the plan is what it always is: put him on his ass. They make him think about coming over the middle. <laughs> That's not plan I mean, A. Now, the thing is, they're going to have to work out some schemes because he's not the, the only problem because if you, you know, double-team him, they've got the other guy, and he's no slouch, really. I can't think of his name. but So, it's, it's going to get interesting. That's oh, it is. So, we'll see. And, of course, if the Chiefs, if we knock the Chiefs out, it's going to make things look a little more interesting. And if we get blown out by the Chiefs, I have to go bury my head in the sand because of their organization I distaste a lot. So, we'll see. But I, I like I like our chances. And in a lot of ways, the Browns were a different team than you've seen in a while. So, that. In the early part of the year, it's always kind of hard to game plan for certain teams, particularly, you know, new offense coordinators, this, that, and the other. But we'll see. Big T, who's your Redskins playing this weekend? We are playing the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew, lucky boy, lucky, lucky, lucky. It's time for your luck to run out. Sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. It might, they, uh... Yeah. First, the Bengals. They kind of had their luck run out, but yeah. uh, so well, I'll just 
And brother Brian, who's your Niners guy? Oh well, we're gonna we're gonna defeat the the Lions. We'll see. Uh, 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 maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, you know, it's early part of the season. Anything can happen. Yeah. We'll see how the Lions look go. tonight. So. They look, oh, they look pretty good tonight. I'm gonna see how they. I'm gonna check. I'll be at work, but I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, we, right we they play. Uh, what, who is Oakland tonight? They play Oakland tonight. So or not Oakland, yeah. but what? Well, whatever the fuck city they're in, maybe they play the Raiders. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're they play the Raiders tonight. That should be an interesting game. And then we play the, you know, we play the Lions next week, which I'm looking forward to. And uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see how we do, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'll, we'll see what it's going to be tonight. I mean, if they get beat up on by the by the Raiders, then you already know what that's leading to. Because, man, I mean, really, what are we looking at? What are we looking at with the, with the Detroit Lions? Well, the Lions are one of those teams every once in a while spark up. Now, like the last year, nobody thought the Chargers were going to light things up the way they did. Right. They came out of kind of nowhere as far as I'm concerned and a lot of other people are concerned. But we'll see. And, gentlemen, I'm going to have to hop, hop off here because I'm about to my pickup on Whiskey Mountain Road. <laughs> that sounds really kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, gentlemen, uh, we'll touch base with you tomorrow, and we'll see how the Raiders and the Lions fared, among other things. See right on, JJ. Fired. We will be live. We will be live in our original time tomorrow, too. So we'll be live 930 at Eastern. All right. Sounds good, gentlemen. I will catch you all later. All right. Later. Be safe. All right, Big T. Yo. Now. Let's see here. We have – this is a game. Now, I didn't get to watch this game. I'm hoping you did. Um, I don't know if you watched, if you did catch any of it. But uh, we got defending in a, uh, defending Super Bowl champs here, man, beating out the Falcons by six points. Now, yeah. the Falcons ain't been a joke – they ain't been nothing to joke about in the last couple of years. So, yeah. what are we seeing with the – what are we seeing with the Eagles and the Falcons this year, brother? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> I see the Super Bowl champs just being the Super Bowl champs of this year. I was not impressed of nothing that they're doing. And uh, they got this defense still pretty stout. Okay, not bad. But I was not impressed. They struggled all preseason, and they their chemistry didn't look all that great. Uh, this season, because they're coming in with a lot of dilemma. You know, I think they just snuck by. Falcons shot themselves in the foot again with a whole lot of mistakes. You're on the one-yard line, can't get in. Uh, they was in the uh, red zone about three or four times and couldn't get in. So you keep shooting yourself in the foot, um, and you can't win a game like that. So, hey, it, it should have been the Falcons at least 24, 27-18. It should have been like that, but it wasn't. So, but I don't see them winning. I don't see the uh, Eagles repeating again. I don't see them making the playoffs. 
I really well, don't. I just, I think they, they, you know, they got the limit with Carson Wentz getting healthy. So we'll see. They almost lost the game because, like I said, I didn't watch it. But from what I'm reading right here and what I'm seeing, you know, we see a moment where, okay, they had 26 penalties in the game. Mm-hmm. That's a sloppy, sloppy game, okay? Yeah. And then you get Matt Ryan throws an incomplete pass to Julio Jones in the left corner of the end zone on the Philadelphia Five for the final play of the game. So they almost lost, but incomplete pass. I mean, Julio Jones, man, you, you don't need to drop. He, he's Julio Jones is amazing. Don't drop the play. Don't yeah. drop passes. You don't want to lose to the Super Bowl champs. You know, you don't want to lose to them, just like the Steelers don't want shouldn't have tied to the to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I, I'm never gonna let that go. Like you tied the Browns, bro. Come on, man. Like you did, they should do did better exact than same that. Same thing last year. Yeah. Yeah. Exact, now, yeah. Exact same thing. And then you got both teams are facing. Uh, they've got tough games next week. Both teams got tough games next week. I mean, the Falcons are playing the Panthers. Uh, which won't be as bad. Um, it's not like they're going to be playing the Jags. So, I mean, I guess that's, you know, a good thing for them. They're going to be playing the Panthers, which still be a tough game for them. But the mm-hmm. Eagles play the Buccaneers. So, mm-hmm. the Eagles will be down, in, you know, playing in Tampa Bay. And, you know, with what we just seen from what Tampa Bay did with New Orleans, I mean, forty they beat but, New Orleans 48-40, to 40, which – Man, you know, can that be a fluke though? Hopefully it's not. You got you got the talent to do that, but you know, um, Fitzpatrick is sometimes sometimes well, he have and, okay, yeah, you're, you're right. Was it a fluke? I don't know. That's one game. It's like man, it's it's always shitty because the the day after game day, you're looking at the scores and stats, and you're like, man, I should have watched that game instead of watching my own damn game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's like, how many times have you seen that where you would have rather watched another team than watch your own team just because of yeah. the way the score was and you want to see that back and forth offensive battle, you know, or which, I mean, really what happened in this game? Was it the Eagles defense being superb or was it the Atlanta Falcons offense just lacking and going based off of the last play of the game how was this an incomplete pass to win the game? You know, Matt Ryan is proving himself quite a few times to, to be in a great quarterback. So, really, that play shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Matt Ryan or Julio Jones, that's like saying, I don't, I don't know, man, that, that's, that's tough. You know, like, what the hell happened? Yeah. So, I've, I've been messaging I'm trying to get him on the show, trying to get Sporty J on the show to talk to us and, uh, you know, get us some get us some insight on this game because I know he watched it. Sporty J, for all of you who don't know, is a huge, huge Eagles fan. And so I know he watched the game. We were too busy watching real football teams play. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now – I don't know, man. I can't say that for JJ because at least the Eagles didn't tie the Browns either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let that go, man. I cannot let that go. That's just so funny. I just, man, they tied the fucking Browns, dude. 
<laughs> I mean, how do you even do that? Yeah. But, man, dude, been fun. Yeah. But uh, we got to uh, – I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. I know yeah, you're I tired. Gotta, yeah. Got to get ready for <laughs> to pull my eight hours. But I would like to say this very quick before we get off. Catch Extreme Sports with your boy Big T this weekend. We are covering the semi-pro team, um, the triad outsiders in Greensboro, North Carolina. So we're doing our first media coverage this weekend, this Saturday. Hopefully, because we got a hurricane coming straight for us Friday night, Friday morning. So hopefully we won't get rained out and things like that. So cover Extreme Sports, Extreme Radio, and uh, Saturday, uh, this Saturday, we're covering the triad outsiders. Send my pro team right there in Greensboro, North Carolina. So we're going to do media coverage for them. And, hey, check us out. Stream radio. Spreaker.com. Slash user. B-I-G-G-T-Y-M-M-7-2. Most definitely. And Big T, man, definitely, uh, you know, you guys stay safe down there. I know that hurricane's coming in. I've, I've heard there's uh, evacuations going on, like mandatory evacuations coming in and everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you guys be safe down there. And, uh if anything, you know, maybe uh, if anything, maybe we get lucky and, you know, it just ruins the Washington Redskins season. I mean, that would suck for you. <laughs> so we can't I have know that. that. What you're for. <laughs> so, no, definitely in all, in all seriousness, though, man, make sure you guys stay safe down there. And, uh, all right, you know, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been real. We got to go. It's late. I'm not trying to be up anymore. You already know where you are. This is your morning cup of sports on RadioAFS.com. Thank you for tuning in. We will be live tomorrow morning, 9.30 on the East Coast, 6.30 on the West Coast, and uh, we'll be here. Farmer should be in tomorrow. Big T might chop, might pop in because you know how he likes to just pop in all the time. So, uh, yeah, we will be here. Right. Catch us tomorrow morning. We'll be live. And uh, Big T, thanks again, brother, and we appreciate it. Chuck or JJ, thank you for tuning in and uh, calling in for your uh, fun time filled with uh, making fun of the Browns tying with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But <laughs> we are out until tomorrow morning. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. Have a good day. All right, well.